What's going on, bro? Dega, it's your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington here at Gentle Fitness Company Studio. And today is Friday, April 29th, 2022. And it's uh, almost the last day of April. It's the last day of April on the podcast because I don't record on Saturdays usually. Uh, but yeah, it's the last day of April on the podcast. And hey, it was a pretty busy day for a Friday. Normally, my Fridays are kind of laid back. Today was a really busy one. So uh, I, I had a good time training my clients. I actually spent a little bit of time outside because it's a decent day. And uh, one of my clients actually inspired me in this episode today. Uh, we were actually talking about, you know, this whole concept of use it or lose it. We were actually talking about retirement because uh, we were, well, we were just talking about retirement. He's not retiring anytime soon, but uh, we were just talking about retirement. We were talking about what, you know, what the best case scenario is for most people in retirement. And we talked about, you know, if you retire, you got to do something else. You know, you got to do something to keep your brain going because a lot of longevity studies show that people that live longer and are still with it, maybe they, you know, don't have it physically, but are still with it mentally, they do something to keep their brain going. So use it or lose it. That's essentially what the theme of today's uh, episode is. And that's essentially the theme of of life, you know, (laughs) whether it's your mind, your money or your muscles, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. So we talked about that a little bit, and you talked a little bit about my sailboat analogy that I like to use for various subjects or various topics. And uh, we also talked a little bit about, you know, what you can do to prevent certain injuries and how certain injuries or certain tightnesses or sorenesses uh, may not be exactly what you think they are. So without further ado, let's go and get this episode underway. And here we go. Season nine, episode 44. We're going to call this one Use It or Lose It. Hey, what's going on? We got a full weekend. Here you go, the last day of the week, and uh, we got three episodes in this week. I'm really excited about that, and I'm also excited to talk about this particular topic. You know, it's, uh, we're going back into the fitness well. I normally try to do these on Wednesdays, but uh, today I was talking to a client, and it just really brought up a lot of ideas for me, and it made me think about the fact that a lot of people are actually uh, suffering from this particular uh, issue. So uh, what am I talking about? Well, I already told you in the intro, or I will tell you when I record the intro, uh, but what I'm talking about is, well, weak glutes. There's a weak glute epidemic going on right now. Uh, I actually uh, remember training a client a while back, and uh, she was telling me that she was having some issues uh, that led to a lot of other issues. Uh, but the particular issue that was the uh, was the actual problem was. Uh, what's called dead butt syndrome. I didn't even know this is a real thing, but you can look it up on WebMD and that's a real thing, dead butt syndrome. And what that is essentially is that your glutes aren't firing. 
And that happens to a lot of people, believe it or not. And a lot of people don't realize that this dead butt syndrome. Now, I'm not saying everybody has dead butt syndrome, but a lot of people have weak glutes. And the fact that they have, and because they have weak glutes, a lot of other things can go wrong. Now, this particular client was having some shoulder issues. Yeah, believe it or not, having weak glutes can affect your shoulders. And he also had torn his meniscus. That actually had nothing Oh, maybe, but it didn't. <laughs> it didn't directly have it, have anything to do with the torn meniscus. He actually tore it on a tennis court, and uh, that you know that can happen to anybody, no matter how strong you are. Uh, but what I do want to talk about is the fact that. Glutes are everything. <laughs> that should be the title of this episode. Uh, but yeah, glutes are everything, believe it or not. Now, you're, you're probably wondering right now, how was this client's shoulder affected by the fact that he had or has <laughs> not strong glutes? <laughs> and uh, I'll answer that with the uh, answer that I pretty much give to every single client that asks me about this. And I've talked about this many times before, and I'm going to keep on making this example because it's my example and I'm going to like trademark it or something. <laughs> but you think about your body as a sailboat. Yeah, I've talked about this before. It might sound familiar, but you think of your body as a sailboat. And essentially, your sailboat has sails, of course, and ropes and pulleys that essentially guide and direct the sail. Now, if you have your ropes and pulleys too loose, well, then you won't have any way to control the sails. You know, your sails are just going to be flopping around in the wind and you won't be able to um, move where you want to move. And if your sails are too tight, right, if, you're, if your uh, ropes and pulleys are too tight, you won't be able to maneuver it at all because you won't be able to move the sails. So essentially what that means is that like you pull on, a, uh, on one of the ropes and the whole thing could snap. Okay, so you think about this sailboat. And you think about these ropes and pulleys. The sailboat is your body. The sails are your muscles. And the ropes and pulleys are your lig ligaments and tendons. So, again, everything is connected. And if you have something that's overly tight or is uh, not exactly strong enough, uh, you know, is limited in strength, then you're going to have some issues somewhere else down the line. You can't have tightness on one side and you have it completely slack on the other side. Eventually, you're going to have an imbalance that's going to cause a, somewhat of a catastrophe. So, that being said, yes, if you have weakness in your glutes, that can affect a lot of other places in your body. Everything is connected. Not only in that woo-woo way that people talk about, you know, everything is connected, we're all one, but also in the, in the way that your body is one single body, and it's not just... It is, of course, of course, composed of parts, but these parts aren't, <laughs> they aren't uh, individual parts. They're parts that are all connected to this same structure, which is your body. So, weak glutes, what does that mean? Well, essentially, you think about this. And the reason why I say it's an epidemic right now is because a lot of people have been, you know, cooped up in their houses for the past two years or so, and they've been sitting on their butts. <laughs> and as I like to say, and as you've probably heard before, use it or lose it. And you think about it, if you're sitting on your if you're sitting on your biceps all day, right? If you're sitting on your biceps all day, you're going to find it very difficult to use them later on in the day because you're going to be sitting on your biceps, right? <laughs> so same rules apply with your glutes. If you're sitting on your butt all day, you can't expect it to just 
start firing immediately after you get up. Just think about like if you're going a long car ride, right? When you're going a long car ride, don't you have to like stretch out a little bit after you uh, get up because you've been in that same position forever? It's the same thing with anything, right? You know, it's like if you don't use it, even if it's a short amount of time, you're going to lose a little bit of mobility, a little bit, a little bit of strength, and a little bit of the ability for it to counterbalance other movements or counterbalance other muscle groups that are going to be firing when you're making certain movements. So what's the remedy? We're going to make this short. What's the remedy? Well, obviously squats. <laughs> That's a great way to strengthen your glutes. Uh, but another exercise that I really like to do that's not necessarily a glute exercise, but it does really help with the hamstrings and what's called the posterior chain, aka the backside of your body, are hip presses. And that's essentially where you lay on a mat, keep your feet or on the floor. You know, I, I say the mat because we have a mat here. Uh, but on the floor and you just keep your feet on the floor, your knees are bent. And you're just going to lift your butt up off the ground. They're also called bridges, but I call them hip presses here. We have a different vernacular for our, <laughs> for our exercises. But yeah, um, it's very simple. You want to use it or lose it. So essentially, if you feel like you're having some strains or pains in certain areas of your body, don't think that it, that that it's localized to that area. In fact, I can tell you a little a quick story before I leave here. I was having some shoulder issues before. And the same thing. Uh, I actually talked about a client that had this about maybe about a month, uh, probably two months ago now. Uh, but I was talking about a client and I've had the same, I had the same issue with my shoulder. You know, I was doing a lot of work. It was like during tax season when I was trying to get stuff uh, done. And I was also doing a lot of other work, administrative work. And I started feeling my shoulder hurt. And I was thinking, oh, maybe because I'm sitting in a hunched position. And, you know, that might have been part of it. But the fact was that I was just less active overall. I was doing less walking. I looked back at my my Fitbit stats and I noticed that I was walking a lot less over a six week span. And I just felt kind of like lethargic and I just couldn't move as much. And so I was thinking, oh, yeah, maybe it's because I'm sitting and, uh, you know, hunched over. So I tried to fix fix my posture and I got on my exercise or my uh I have a desk. I have a bike desk. You know, you have a standing desk. I have a bike desk. So it's an actual bike that's attached to a desk. Not like one of those, those pedals you put underneath a desk. It's an actual bike that's attached to a relatively large desk. You know, you can also stand. Uh, but I was biking thinking that would help me out. But it didn't. You know, I was trying to stay upright and I was biking, had great posture, but it didn't help. And my, my back was still hurting. And then one day I tried to do some squats. I was like, whoa. I'm significantly weaker on these squats. So I, did, you know, I realized, okay, well, maybe I need to do more squats. And I did more squats, and lo and behold, my shoulder got better. Why did my shoulder get better? Because I did squats. Well, I'll tell you, essentially, you think about it this way. Again, with that whole analogy of the sailboat, everything being connected, when your glutes are weak, you know, they get tight. Anything that's, anything that's tight is likely weak. So my glutes got tight. What does that mean? It's going to start pulling on stuff. When you have a tight muscle, again, nothing is, is uh, an, an island on your body. Nothing is an individual piece. Everything is all together. So the glutes get tight and whatever is connected to the glutes get pulled on. So that starts pulling on the lower back. The lower back starts getting tight on the, around the hips. And when that starts getting tight, that starts, uh, you start overcompensating or compensating with the mid-back and upper back. So... You can think everything just starts pulling downward and every time you, and I could feel it every time I leaned forward, my upper back and shoulders would start, would, would hurt. I feel like some pain every time I'd lean forward. 
So, you know, I kind of put two and two together and I said, oh, okay, you know, squats. And like I said, lo and behold, after doing some squats, no, no, obviously not in one day, but after doing some squats for a couple of weeks, my shoulder got like, it was perfect. It didn't feel like I had anything going on. So again, you know, like it's not necessarily the thing that hurts that is the thing that is the problem. You know, a lot of times it could be something else along the chain of movement that is actually affecting the way that thing that is hurting is moving. So if you have a pain, you have something that's going on, don't just, you know, treat this, this situation. Don't just treat the issue. You know, it's like drinking cough medicine, but turning around and never washing your hands when you eat, right? <laughs> you can drink cough medicine and that might make you stop coughing or whatnot, but you're not treat, treating, you're not actually, you know, formulating a cure. You know, you're only treating the symptoms and you don't want to do that. So at the end of the day, don't treat the symptoms, uh, treat the cause, find out what the cause is. And if you you know, if you can't figure it out on your own, obviously see a physical therapist, maybe a personal trainer like myself, or even go as far as uh, talking to a doctor. But that is the key, you know, like just think about things, you know, think about the way you're moving. And, I, you know, this kind of plays into that mindfulness that I like to talk about. You know, you got to be mindful in how you move. Don't just uh, move around and uh, think that, okay, this hurts. Well, I need to, you know, my hamstrings hurt, so I need to stretch my hamstrings more. If your hamstrings hurt, it's likely that your glutes are tight or your calves are tight, you know, or even maybe your hip flexors are tight. You know, so it could be, or even your lower back, you know, a lot of people I see that have tight hamstrings have ridiculously tight lower backs, you know, like they can't even, <laughs> even with their knees bent, they can't even bend forward. So yeah, I mean, just think about these things, you know, whatever it is, wherever you find the pain is, it's not likely, I'm not going to say it's always, but it's not likely that that's the place that is actually causing the pain. All right, so that does it for my my day. This does it for this episode. Does it for the week. I really do appreciate you listening. Whenever you're listening, I hope you're having a good one. Make sure that you subscribe to this if you haven't already, so that you can get informed and notified as soon as my next episode comes out. Don't forget to tell your friends, and of course, keep good company.